Hello and welcome to the first ever Gambler podcast, hosted by myself, Selectabet, and joined by Greg Browning. Hello, Greg. Hi there. How are you doing? Yeah, good, thank you. Good. Good. Now, most people listening will probably know you from Mr. Flix's Tips and your brilliant track record of betting and goals. Myself, I've been involved in Mr. Flix's Tips behind the scenes for quite a while. How are you feeling about launching a new podcast? Yeah, really excited. I think it's something that's um, we've spoken about for some time now, but no, yeah, keen to get it started and see see how we get on. Well, hopefully this will become a, a regular feature that we do. Maybe try and do them a couple of times a week. Maybe get a, a few guests involved. Might even get Mr Fixer on board at some point himself. What can listeners expect from the podcast? So I think at the moment it'd be good to obviously just share um, a view on the kind of podcast platform, up and coming matches, um, a bit of insight, a bit of analysis, um, some previews and essentially some tips to hopefully provide some winners with. Hopefully, obviously, you will have your tips on Mr Fixit's tips on a regular basis as you currently do, but we're kind of hoping that this just adds a wee, a wee layer of insight for, for people who are regular readers and they can become listeners to the podcast as well. Now, obviously, you in particular prefer to bet on goals rather than outright markets some guessing that in terms of the podcast that people can expect a bit more of that. Yeah, definitely. I would say that obviously goals betting has become massively popular over the last, I would say, two or three seasons. So I think in the five or six years I've been posting on the site, it's predominantly been goals, but definitely noticed an uplift on the number of people betting in goals and the volume of goals related markets that you can find. So I think goals markets for me is definitely the best place to, to go and it's probably the, the safest bet as well. Yeah, I think I've personally converted to goals over the years rather than outrights um, just purely because your bet has always got a chance I think right up until the final whistle uh, more often than not in terms of goals bets that you prefer yourself which particular markets do you gravitate towards? I think it depends on the league so I kind of focus on the same leagues throughout the season but ultimately over two and a half goals over one and a half goals and first half goals as well so, as you know, there's there's multiple different goals bets that you can do. Both teams to score is also very popular. Uh, but I like to focus on totals. And I think at the moment, probably my favourite market is the total goals bet. And that's a market that I think currently Skybet provides. I think other bookies also offer it. But that's total goals across a league or a group of matches. So, again, I think to your point, it's never over till the 90th minute. And essentially, if you've got five matches playing and you've got a total goals count of 12 goals, you've got 10 teams working for you. So I think in terms of risk and opportunity, I think uh, total goals bet is going to be probably one of my favourites for the season coming. Yeah, we'll come on to that, I guess, because um, obviously we've got the French leagues returning, which I know is one of your personal favourites, um, as well as the Austrian and the Dutch leagues tonight. So we'll maybe we'll touch on that later on in the podcast. Tell us a bit about in-play as well, because I know that you sometimes like some of the markets that are available, particularly in Bet365 for goals once games have actually started. Yeah, so in-play, I think for me, in terms of the experience itself, Bet365 is probably one of the better ones. So if you don't have a Bet365 account, I would probably recommend getting one, just based on the offers and the markets that the in-play provides. So I think at the moment, for me, I spend quite a lot of time, probably the last 20 minutes of matches, probably the key time for me to start looking at in-play and focusing on goals, but also on corners. I think by that point, you've got a good view of how the match is panning out, especially if you've got a match that's kind of close as a team with a one-goal lead. You tend to get pretty good odds on a goal in the last 20 minutes of games. So definitely opportunities there for goals, but also for corners. Personal favourite of mine is the corner count, 80 minutes to full-time. So Bet365 offer that as as a set market, and they'll offer over 1.5 corners from the 80th minute until full-time. 
which essentially works out at, what, 13, 14, 15 minutes on occasions. Yeah. So I think, again, if you can identify a match that's close or the favourite's getting beat, um, very, very, very good chance you'll see at least two corners in that last kind of 15 minutes. Yeah, I always like to think that you, you've somehow managed to get a wee edge on the bookies there because they've not taken into account that there's going to be some added time, but I'm sure that's all built into the price more often than not. You tend to get pretty good prices on it. I think five to six or ten to eleven you get, tend to get. So I think it's pretty good value for that kind of 15 minutes for two corners. It's pretty good. Um, so let's crack on with looking at some of the games that are on tonight in particular. So the Premier League kicks off and it's Liverpool v Norwich live on TV. Do you think Liverpool have got the means within them to overtake Man City this season? I think it's going to be really hard, I think. I think last season for them in the league was fantastic. But to get that points count and not win the league is just so disappointing for them. To then do that again for a second season, I think it's going to be even tougher. Man City, for me, will still be the team to beat. It'll be interesting to see how close they can get this season. Yeah, I think they're going to have to, Man City's going to have to come back to them rather than them try to take Man City doing lots of things. Should be off to a decent start tonight, though. Liverpool 1-7 to beat Norwich, who were 14-1 earlier in the week, but have now drifted out to 25-1. to Thoughts on yeah, that? Yeah, very short. The money's been flying for Liverpool. I think the fact that they're playing at home against a newly promoted side, um, the money's certainly come in. And that's probably another point about, in terms of putting your bets on, um, you'll see the price soon come down uh, prior to kick-off. Yeah, I think so- I read a stat this morning, though, that I think out of the last six games, there's been 32 goals scored between the sides. Right. So I think goals tonight will be definitely be a popular market, over 3.5 and over 4.5. Um, but I think, for me, Norwich are more than capable of scoring. Um, they've got nothing to fear. They've got no pressure on them. They're playing against a very good Liverpool team. But yeah, we should see goals. But I think Liverpool... Uh, extremely short priced in that match tonight. Yeah, it kind of looks to me a wee bit like Celtic's opener last week against St Johnson, which I hesitate to bring up um, with yourself, being a massive St Johnson fan. But I think Liverpool want to get out of the traps quickly tonight. I see that Norwich have conceded 57 goals in the Championship last season, and I'm not too sure that you know they're going to fare much better in the, the Premier League against a better quality of player this season. I suspect that Liverpool might put two, three, maybe even more past Norwich tonight. Yeah, I think Norwich are pretty much gung-ho. I think, as you said there, they, they did concede a lot of goals last season. They had to score three or four goals to win a lot of their games because they were conceding two or three goals. Mm-hmm. So I think tonight, I don't, I don't see that changing. I think they'll probably take last season's kind of approach into this season. Um, they'll probably score quite a lot of goals, but I think they're going to concede a lot, especially if they play that way against teams like Liverpool and Man City. I see Liverpool are 21-20 minus two. That might be a decent shout tonight. Salah 3-1 to, to open the scoring so I guess any any bets along those lines would be would be pretty decent shouts Yeah, I can't see Norwich causing them too many problems they may, they may very well score a goal but I think at the moment Liverpool look good for a good 3 or 4 goal victory I would imagine OK, moving on to the other game tonight which is Patrick Thistle leading to United in the, the Championship in Scotland hard to talk about anything other than Lauren Shankland at the moment I think um, the boy is a goal-scoring machine. I think his move from air, I think a lot of guys were surprised that he only moved to a team in the, in the Championship. I think people felt he could probably do a job, at least in the Scottish Premiership. So I was quite surprised to see him go to Dungeon United. But I think Dungeon United are a big club. They obviously have the funds there to pay him the wages he's looking for. And what a start. Four goals in his debut. You can't, you can't ask for more than that. You can't. I was uh, speaking to Mr Fixit earlier this morning. He was talking about Shanklin's record, which is an incredible 69 goals in his last 79 games. 
And regardless of whatever level you're playing at, that's just an incredible return. And I guess the challenge now for Dundee like this is trying to keep them. So if he continues scoring goals at the rate he's scoring them, there's definitely going to be bigger clubs looking at him um, come the January transfer window. But I think he's going to be the spearhead of that attack. And if he stays there this season, you've got to fancy him to be hitting 25 goals this season. That being the case, I guess, the United must be on a right good shout of coming back up this season. Yeah, definitely. I think they've obviously struggled the last few seasons. Um, this has got to be their season to come back up. I don't think they can afford to have another season in, in the Championship. They're a well-supported club, and I think the league would obviously benefit from them being, being back. I, I, I like Robbie Nielsen. I think he's done a good job since he came into the club in the last year. A bit disappointing, obviously, they didn't manage to go through the playoffs this season, eh, last season, sorry. But I think they'll definitely be up there in terms of challenging teams Dundee look like the next best shout but I think it's definitely Dundee United's league to lose this year And what about Thistle they don't have their troubles to seek at the moment the looks of things um, certainly off the park as much as on the park Oh, It's just a shambles at the moment for, for Thistle I actually kind of feel for their fans a little bit they've had a bit of a disaster they've been relegated two seasons ago into the Championship they stayed up by the skin of their, their teeth this season last season sorry then you've got financial woes as well so it's going to be a real struggle for them. They do have Kenny Miller brought in to give them a bit of experience up top, but it looks like it's going to be a really long, hard slog for them this season, especially competing against the two Dundee clubs who have got better resources and better players. You were saying to me earlier about Dundee United would have been your nap tonight had it not been for some of the European leagues return tonight. So 5-4 looks a decent price for you. I think it looks fantastic. I think especially after last week's game, Inverness is actually a really good team. So to beat Inverness 4-1 in the way that it did really sets out a marker for the rest of the league. Um, so they travelled to Furhill tonight, being backed into 5-4, which I think is really, a really good price, yeah. especially given the the kind of news coming at Thistle this week around um, buses being cancelled and them not having the money to pay for even team buses to go to away games. So that's got to be a concern. And that I'd imagine that will filtrate down to the players. Yeah, just on that, going back to Shankland again, another stat that was thrown at me with Mr Fixit was that he's scored nine doubles or more last season um, and he's 11-2 to score two or more tonight. Um, scored three and three against Thistle last season. So with him on board, based on last week's result against Inverness and, of course, the, the troubles that Patrick Thistle seemed to find him in there, I think five to four looks a cracking price. Yeah, I totally agree. I think um, as well, the bookies will be praying he doesn't score first. Yes. I think uh, he'll be hammered to score at least one tonight and will we'll obviously be a big favourite to um, open the scoring. Yeah, I noticed on Bay 365 he's been backed in a bit already from 41 earlier in the week to 15 to 4, so I've no doubt there'll be more money coming for that particular bet prior to kick-off. So, on to one of your specialised subjects now, and that's Friday night European football. It used to be a case that we went out on a Friday night, Greg, but it seems that staying in and betting on goals in Europe is the new new going out. Absolutely. So I think there's probably two key leagues in terms of goals. I think the Austrian second tier has been fantastic. Um, it was last season anyway, and it's also kicked off two weeks ago. And already we're seeing most of those games seeing three and four goals. So that's one league to keep an eye out for. Um, Skybet also do their specials on the Austrian league too, which is, which is great. And... I think the fans' uh, big favourite is the Dutch second tier. So I think it's widely known now that the Dutch second tier is probably one of the best leagues in Europe for goals. Been betting on that league now for a good three or four seasons. Uh, unfortunately, the bookies have got wise to that and they really have dramatically reduced the odds. So maybe two or three seasons ago, you were getting one to two for 
over two and a half goals, you're now getting one at three, one at four. And that's just down to the sheer volume of goals you can see from this league. Yeah, and no doubt the sheer volume of bets as well because of people that you're tipping it doesn't help. Well, I like to think so. And even on social media, you'll see on social media on a Friday night, especially on Twitter, the amount of people that have got um, both teams to score in all eight games, all matches over two and a half goals. So it's really, really popular, that league, for a Friday night. And it's probably the most popular league, I would say, for UK betters anyway, uh, in terms of goals. Yeah, and talk to us about the French lead do. So French League 2 started up two weeks ago as well. So again, another league I've been focusing on now for a good three or four seasons. Now, don't get me wrong, it's, it's not a league you back goals in. What you can get, though, in that league is excellent value. So I think having looked at tonight's nine matches, every match is odds against there being over 2.5 goals. Um, some of the games are priced at 2-1 to one for over 2.5. So that kind of tells its own story on what the bookies expect to happen in, in terms of goals. What it does do, though, it does present a great opportunity on the 1.5 goals market. So you'll get quite a few teams at 4-7, 4-6, uh, worst case scenario 1-2. to two. So really good opportunity to make a, an even money double from those games. And I think tonight you'll probably see at least six of those games will see at least two goals. So it's just a case of picking the right ones, but definitely good value and one to keep an eye out for. Yeah, maybe a wee pair them is worth having a go out there where you've maybe got six, seven and eight. You know, you wouldn't like to be back in six and then find that all eight had had landed. So I see on Mr. Fitzik's tips that you've uh, you've tipped over one and a half goals at 40 to one and all of them, all eight, oh, sorry, all nine matches uh, at Skybet. Yeah, and that's a market now I've been doing, I think, for the full of last season, actually. And to be fair, it started off fantastically well. I think in the first five weeks of the season, I think it landed three times. And because you're getting huge odds, you only need it to land a couple of times to make it worth your while. So at yeah. the moment, I think tonight, for all nine matches, over 1.5 goals is 40 to 1. So it's massive odds. So you're not having to put massive amounts of money on it. It's a loose change bet, but it's good interest. And again, it will land a good couple of times throughout the season. Yeah, and just to clarify, that is a one one bet. It's not a case of getting in and adding everything to your basket. It's, it should no, be. it's a one bet special. So in the Skybet specials, um, it's literally just click on one market and it's um, French League 2 specials, all matches over 1.5 goals. And tonight it's 40 to 1. Nice one. Um, I should also point out that that bet is only 30 to 1. Um, at Bet365 when you do it as nine individual matches so the 40 to 1 price at Skybet is pretty decent value all and that's a very rare that you'll find uh, better prices on uh, Skybet I think most punters will know that Skybet prices are pretty poor and probably yeah. the poorest out there but in terms of their specials I guess that's why they call them the specials Yeah, just looking ahead to the weekend is there one particular bet that you would be advising people to have a look at? Yeah, so I think on Sunday, um, Rangers host Hibs at Ibrox. So I think I've been kind of keeping a close eye on Rangers this season. They've had a fantastic pre-season. They've performed well in the Europa League. They had a fantastic result away in Denmark last night. Um, I think Stephen Gerrard's got them working well. I think they've got a winning mentality now. Um, every game's a, almost a cup final for them in terms of wanting to keep a hold and keep in touch with Celtic. So they play Hibs on Sunday. I haven't been that impressed by Hibs so far. I think they've huffed and puffed their way through the Betfred Cup matches and they managed to beat um, St Mirren last weekend 1-0 through a, a, a last-minute goal. So it's hardly been a great start for Hibs. I just think at Ibrox, it'll be a full house. The players will be confident. I think they can win that game and win it by kind of two goals. So um, the bet for me for Sunday 
is Rangers to win the match and to be 1.5 goals in the game. And that's currently 4-5 to five at Betway. Yeah, looks like Rangers have certainly got some momentum with them at the moment. As you see, every game is a cup final for them at the moment. They've just kind of got to keep that winning run going. So that's that's a pretty decent shout in my book as well. OK, I think that wraps everything up for our first attempt at a podcast, Greg. Plan is to be back next week. To anyone who's listened to us, thanks very much for listening. Obviously, if you can subscribe to the podcast, that would be great. And um, look forward to um, doing it all again next week. Thanks, Greg. Thanks a lot. Cheers.